Thank you, Emily, for giving that good synopsis of the scripture. Let me just read some of the, the words exactly as they come out of Genesis 32. And I'll also read a few verses from Luke 8. And the translation I'm using is the Common English Bible translation. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau toward the land of Zir, the open country of Edom. He gave them these orders. Say this to my master Esau. This is the message of your servant Jacob. I've lived as an immigrant with Laban where I've stayed till now. I own cattle, donkeys, flocks, men servants, and women servants. I'm sending this message to my master now to ask that he be kind. The messengers returned to Jacob and said, we went out to your brother Esau, and he's coming to meet you with 400 men. Jacob was terrified and felt trapped. So he divided the people with him and the flocks, cattle, and camels into two camps. Then he prayed, God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, who said to me, go back to your country and your relatives and I will make sure things go well for you. I don't deserve how loyal and truthful you've been to your servant. I went away across the Jordan with just my staff, but now I am coming back with two camps. Save me from my brother Esau. I'm afraid that he will come and kill me. You were the one who told me, I will make sure things go well with you, and I will make your descendants like the sand of the sea. So many you won't be able to count them. Jacob spent that night there from what he had acquired, and he set aside a gift for his brother Esau. Jacob got up during the night, took his wives, his two women servants, his 11 sons, and crossed the Jabbok River's shallow water. He took them and everything that belonged to him, and a man wrestled with him until dawn broke. When the man saw that he couldn't defeat Jacob, he grabbed Jacob's thigh and tore a muscle in Jacob's thigh as he wrestled with him. The man said, let me go because the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I won't let you go until you bless me. He said to Jacob, what's your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, your name won't be Jacob any longer, but Israel, because you struggled with God, with men and one. Jacob also asked, tell me your name. But he said, why do you ask for my name? And he blessed Jacob there. Jacob named the place Penuel, because I've seen God face to face, and my life has been saved. From Luke 8, one day Jesus and his disciples boarded a boat. He said to them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. So they set sail. While they were sailing, he fell asleep. But gale force winds swept down on the lake. The boat was filling up with water, and they were in danger. So they went and woke Jesus, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. 
But he got up and gave orders to the wind and the violent waves. The storm died down and it was calm. Jesus said to his disciples, where is your faith? Filled with awe and wonder, they said to each other, who is this? He commands even the wind and the water and they obey him. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us, thanks be to God.
Oh, Emily, thank you so much. I think you might as well just be up here instead. <laughs> uh, good morning, everyone. These words I offer for our pondering today come from many, many years of me wrestling with many, many angels and all the moves that I have learned, you would be surprised. Let's imagine for a moment that we are standing across the river watching this scene of Jacob wrestling with the angel. Are we observers to this wrestling? Or are we witnesses? A very different thing. Maybe we're holding vigil with Jacob because as human beings, we can tap into his weakness. We need to remember here that Jacob stole Esau's blessing and that deception has had dire consequences for him. He fled to Canaan where he thought he'd be safe, only to be deceived himself by his father-in-law Laban and even by Rachel. You and I enter this story about 20 years later, or yesterday, on the night before Esau and his 400 fighters prepare to stop Jacob from re-entering Canaan. Jacob has left his family, his possessions, on the other side of the river, and now he is starkly alone. There seems to be something he has to do, but he doesn't quite know what it is, maybe. Enter this angel, God, man, and the wrestling ensues. Not only does he come face to face with God, but he seems to have come face to face with his conscience. Because the next day, he comes eye to eye with Esau to whom he bows seven times, the perfect number, seven times, as if to say, as Hindus do, I bow to the God within you. Because he chose to struggle, Jacob has evolved from betrayal and greed to respect and love. We can empathize with Jacob because we too often wrestle with our conscience. It is the process by which we look ourselves in the eye and we look God in the eye, seeking truth. We strip aside all self-deceit to get to the core of our nature and Meister Eckhart says that our nature is God. He offers insight into this process. And please bear with me because as profound as his words are, words just don't do it. So it'll be a little out there. He says, the eye through which I see God 
is the same eye with which God sees me. My eye and God's eye are one eye, one seeing, one knowing, and one loving. We don't just passively watch this struggle across the river. We also sometimes enter into the river as active witnesses. We long for a just peace. We pray for a just peace. We choose to live for a just peace. Louise Penny's book, Glass Houses, offers an image that I find very helpful, and believe me, I've read it three times. She talks about the cobra door, which she calls a cloaked figure acting as a conscience to those without one, forcing payment for a moral debt. This witness simply stands wordlessly in the three pines green, waiting, watching, inviting without words the perpetrator to wrestle with their own conscience. The story of the Cobra Door evokes a memory for me when I was with Ground Zero Community. Every Monday morning, 6 a.m., we would go to pass out leaflets that raise consciousness about nuclear weapons at Subbase Bangor. And the cars would come in, and the cars would come in, workers, Navy personnel. One day, a man was waiting for me in the parking lot where I parked. And he said to me, can I help you pass those out? And quite taken aback, I said, well, who are you? And why would you want to do that? And he said, my name is Doug Platt. I got out of the Navy yesterday, and I promised myself I would do this before I left. Doug had struggled with that angel for a few years until he came to this point. I've had different angels to wrestle with, and I'm grateful to elders and friends who've holed up the mirror for me. A more recent event is fresh in all of our hearts. By standing with the unsheltered and contacting those responsible for sweeping our neighbors' encampments, we stand like cobradors, demanding they stop the deceit and pay up by opening shelters and new permanent housing. Today's story of Jacob's struggle reminds us to hold vigil with all of the Jacobs and with ourselves, who like us have been deceived and who have deceived. We stand as witnesses to the truth and may it always be so. Amen. Good morning. <clears throat>
along with Rita, I'm going to reflect on Jacob's struggle, and then I'm also going to visit the story of the disciples in the storm. To start, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. What is the story of how you struggle? Do you feel strong or desperate? Do you wrestle often or rarely? Are you alone in your wrestling or are you in community? Is God present with you? The story of Jacob examines this for Jacob. He is alone. He is challenged by an opponent known variably as himself, God, or an angel. He pushes past the exhaustion of the night, past his opponent's willing surrender, past injury, past all of this for the blessing. He limps for it. As much as I admire him, I'm not much like Jacob. I'm more like the disciples in Luke struggling in a sinking boat with Jesus asleep at the stern. Essentially, I struggle when I have to, which turns out to be quite a bit. I have a form of treatment-resistant mental illness that can debilitate me sometimes for years at a go. In the midst of it, I really couldn't care any less about receiving a blessing. I simply want the suffering to stop. Most times I feel very alone. And yes, I fight, but not with the sublimity of Jacob. I fight because I have little choice in the matter. There doesn't seem to be any special meaning found in the fight. It's just a fight raged in order not to lose. I certainly don't feel that I have the power to be making demands as Jacob does. Unlike Jacob's struggles, my chronic battles do not rise to a pinnacle of blessing. They only fall to an exhausted, confused, and weakened resolution that holds the pause button until the next episode begins. It doesn't seem that I've received a set of blessings any greater than the blessing of not drowning, which I don't underrate. It just doesn't have the ring of blessing to it. Annie Dillard writes, wherever we go, there seems to be only one business at hand, that of finding workable compromises between the sublimity of our ideas and the absurdity of the fact of us, end quote. Jacob's is a sublime fight the glory glistening like beads of sweat on his rarefied brow. We read that he has wrestled with God and humanity. What else is there? And he prevailed. My absurd position is rather to fight the same fight over and over, day after day, slinging the same arguments at my internal component and hanging on by my fingertips. I'd like to think that there are important dichotomies to be held up in the midst of a struggle. For instance, how about not glorifying the fight and at the same time holding out hope for something better afterwards? Blessing, I suppose. Or receiving blessings as one loses the fight. How about having anger towards God even as I awake him for the express purpose of helping me? On the topic of shaking God awake, this poem reflects what my struggles often feel like. The lake. Lying on a dense cushion, 
Wrapped tightly in wool against the spray, you are deeply asleep in the bow of the wood-ribbed boat. We are panicked, trying to navigate while sinking, shouting to be heard above the cacophony of the storm. Our boat tips so perilously that we aimlessly beat our oars against the air as often as we plow them through the foaming water. We shake you awake, furious that you would drift away in a moment such as this. You chasten us, then right the boat and flatten the water under whose wet, curved surface sat a complex calculus equation only moments ago. Where is our faith, you demand? Because apparently, sometimes peace is present but for the asking. So we must ask. Maybe bail for a bit too, praying and cursing as we toss bucket after bucket full of water back into the lake. I struggle like the sinking disciples. I long for the peace brought by the woken, if irritated, Christ. The demand for a blessing by Jacob seems like a long shot to me, but I'm going to start demanding blessings anyway. And I'm going to begin waking this sleeping Christ angrily, demanding a response to my pain, whether or not my faith is deemed strong enough or present enough. I don't relate to Jacob exactly, but perhaps I can still learn from him, someone who struggled differently than I do. Maybe there are possibilities that I haven't considered a different way to dance with the challenging partner of internal suffering. In the end, it's as Rabbi Steve Lieber says, is it worth it? No. Is it worthless? No. I don't glorify my suffering, but perhaps it's not worthless. What could my blessings be, I wonder? Perhaps you will go through this world with grace. Or you will see love where you used to only see pain. Maybe even you will never be alone and you will not feel alone. So I say this to you today. Go with your face raised, anticipating anointment. Go with your hands cupped, ready to receive. Remember grace's proclivity for the understated, the mustard seed, the garment hem, mud made with spit. Coax your blessing from the struggle and from the night. Amen.